Hello, family and friends. I'm Coke Robinson, mother, wife, and CEO. Question, do you understand how important faith is and how it affects your everyday life, being a parent, spouse, and entrepreneur? This podcast teaches you how to stand on your faith, forgiveness, breaking generational curses, healing, and growing in your spiritual walk into all that God has called you to be. Join me as I invite you to take a journey of healing and staying firm on your faith while being an entrepreneur. Also, I've invited some friends to come along and share their inspirational journeys as well. So, welcome to Heavy on the Faith Podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Nakia Moody. Thanks for having me today. Yes, yes. I'm so excited. I got so much to talk about with you, girl. <laughs> Y'all, we was just sitting up here kicking it, just talking, laughing. We you know. almost forgot we had to record. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did, too. So I'm going to get off into it. So I wanted to literally, I like doing this because somebody told me, like, this is good for any interviewer write down everything that you possibly could think that you know about this person right where's your pages two pages long? <laughs> oh. look i was still <laughs> writing when you came and i had to stop for a minute but so i did everything i know i know you're a hairstylist you're a braider you're an entrepreneur you sell hair oils you sell comb detox waters you're a published writer you're a mother a mom my manager <laughs> Well, this girl do everything and I'm like okay and then I wrote down um what it was like when I first came in contact with you you know you got <laughs> such a bright light spirit you know so it draw people to you so you got a good heart that's what I noticed about you you were real sweet got a good heart I'm like okay and then I guess because Kindred people draw to that. It's like people who have those mm-hmm. kind of hearts. So I'm like, I, I, it was just like, I knew you forever. <laughs> like, that's so crazy. It, and it was crazy when we first started talking because um, we did not know each other, but that connections run so thick right. between the both of right, us. So, right, right. Yeah. It was, I, I remember you telling me that I know one of your sisters or somebody. Brittany. Yeah, Brittany. My sister, Brittany. <laughs> you went to school with my sister. Yeah. You, it went from there like, and you, no, I can see. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and you know what's so crazy? Because I haven't seen Brittany in years. And I just happened to go to um, Myers over here in North Muskegon. And I wound up seeing Brittany. And it just blew me away. I said, yep. girl, I literally talked you in <laughs> the air. Like, and that's, I said, I just was talking to your sister. And here you is. Like, you here now. Yep. Don't feel bad. It's the same with me. <laughs> um, I was at doing a water vendor for James Coffee event. Mm-hmm. And I look up and she walking up to the table. I'm like, why Girl, is it that you? It's like a first time every time I see you. Okay. I'm here at home. I'm like, okay, but your phone work. Yeah. I had to <laughs> so get her yeah. number and everything. I said, Brittany, I'm gonna have to get all this information from you right now because I'm probably not gonna ever see you again. <laughs> but you that will. was crazy. That's crazy. I know. So tell us a little bit about yourself. No, but um, (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy because when I um, when I get that question now, I have to check my own self because it's like I'm a single. No, you're not single no more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can kill. That's dead. (laughs) God got that one out the way for you. You done with that? Stop. But um, a mother of four. Mm -hmm. Um, I have two 
add-ons, two daughters okay. that from my mate. Okay. And, um, well, I'm an author. I published a book, mm -hmm. and I'm a co-author as well. I okay. work with Bishop Trina Wells on my first book. That's how it began with her. Okay. And how that began is she just reached me at midnight one night. I was like, is this a joke? Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't expect her to hit me that late. Right. So, but um, she just said, you know, the Holy Spirit had told her to reach out to me. And mm. somebody mentioned me to her. Okay. So that's how they got started. Yeah. As you said, my momager, my daughter, she's Miss Michigan. She holds the title of yes, 2022. Yes, she is so gorgeous, y'all. <laughs> this little girl got a smile out this world. Oh, my God. She yep. is gorgeous. So I'm work, still working on that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm an esthetician. I went to school to become an esthetician. Okay. I am a hair braider. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Girl, I, you love many hats. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I started uh, my own water company. Okay. Um how they got started was my own health benefits. Right. So um, um, I have my own man's beard and hair oil line. Mm -hmm. Okay. As well as a hair oil. I remember that. Yes. yes. And it's a lot more coming with that because now that I've merged the esthetician with this oil, now oh, I'm yeah. doing scrubs and okay. facial washes and stuff like that. But don't. I would say, don't ask me how I go. I ask God every morning for strength because <laughs> that's what I need every day, strength. Yes. But, yes. you know, um, I do a lot. Um, I'm a mentor for the Beauty for Girls mentor um, group. Okay. Um, I'm an activist for domestic violence through Muskegon County and every okay. woman's place. So I speak for them sometimes as well. So, yeah, I do have a lot going on. Yes, you I, do. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I volunteer through Catholic Charities for the back-to-school events. Um, I volunteer for my brother, Demetrio Dockery, at New Light Baptist Church okay. when he hosts those events. I just want to just be activist in the community. That's and a blessing. have my hand out because a lot of times we don't think about, um, we be blessed a lot, but we don't give out that. We don't give our blessings back to people. Yeah. So, you know, I just try to get in any and everything that I could think of and that, um, one person told me, try to tie what you do around what you've been through. Right. So, like, being a domestic violence survivor. Because your relationships, yes. you got to be able to relate. Yeah. So, you building relationships on relating to people. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, do you feel like <laughs> you doing all this stuff is you giving your 10% back? Do you feel that? Do you give do. your 10%? Yeah. I do. I do. Um, I've all, even in church, right. you know, I... I may forget, even if I don't show up, I've always tried to just, like, take what I didn't pay last time and pay it with this time and just, you know. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. I do my due diligence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look. Rather, okay. it's, like, just at the store. I don't do things to be noticed. It's just, you know, if you see it and God put it on your heart, I just feel like, do it. Like, yeah. don't question. I question a lot of things, but I've as I've, as I've grown mm -hmm. and, like, got into taking God more serious yeah. and um, when he put it on you just do it don't even question it I like, know that's we, right. I just be wondering like why do we question God and yes. we'll go do something else but we'll question what God say and yes. then so then we get then sometimes I even check myself this deep I'll be like how am I be mad at my kids for not listening? And I'm yes. hard headed as well. Right. So it's like I that's just checking yourself. But you know what? Like, that's, that's how you know you that's yes. how you know you're grown. Because yes. listen, it, I used to think that being grown was about having a car, having a house, 
paying my bills. Yeah, can't nobody tell me nothing. nothing. (laughs) You know, like when I was younger, I literally had that mindset. Mm -hmm. And as I grow older, I realize these are the things you're supposed to have. You're supposed to have a house. You're supposed to have a car. You're supposed to have the things that you need. But growth is the things that you grow from mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. And all those things are a blessing in your life. It actually helped you to help somebody and it helped you to help yourself. Yeah. You know, I had to realize that going through a lot of trauma, a lot of heartache, you know, a lot of abuse, Mm -hmm. you know, just mentally, physically and emotionally, you know, I had to realize like, it happened to me. Yeah. But it wasn't for me in a lot of ways. Okay. But it had to happen to me. Yes. To get it out there and to be able to help. So So I've learned to be appreciative of the things that happened. Now mm-hmm. I know how to appreciate it. Right. Now I take those things and I think about it and I'll be like, you know what? It equipped me for that. Okay. Yeah. All the crying, all the hurt, whatever it equipped me for. And it helped me <laughs> it has helped me know. Honestly, even being in a healthy relationship, I've right. never, I've never been in a healthy relationship mm. with nobody. Girl, and I'm trying to figure out: Do a lot of people know what healthy relationships look a like? <laughs> <laughs> a healthy relationship is still not perfect. Though. Yeah, it's not perfect. You know, especially when you understand it's like two people. Yeah, trying to compromise, communicate because you're gonna. I I know that. Somebody is going to always be stronger somewhere than the other. Right, right, right. And somebody is not going to like that either. Yeah. Because sometimes it seems as though you're being aggressive or telling them what to do. And not, and that's not. Right. And then you got to get them to see. You can't say. You got to get them to see like, okay. Right. I think they just got to know you. some good. Yeah. You I think they got to get to know you and see what your heart is and make sure like, you know, some people do stuff vindictively. A lot of men used to women doing stuff vindictively to them, you know, and yeah. and, and picking, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when they meet a girl, a woman with a good heart and they like, oh, yeah, she not it, that's not coming from a bad place. You know, she just tried to tell me because she really do love me. Sometimes she wanna, it seems like it's yeah. a set of it's, it's like that on both our ends, though. Even okay. when I'm like, you're just doing this to try to. No, uh-uh. yeah, it, it almost seems similar to something before, but then when you sit in him, like, you know what? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you still have to go back and be like, you know what? I'm sorry because okay. I, I ain't gonna lie, I thought, baby, you as know, long you as you apologize, you know, you scared, <laughs> as long as you apologize, and I got to say, women do apologize, yes, especially when it's yes. worth it. Yes, we don't apologize when it ain't worth it, man. That's the truth because you know how many times I'll be catching my. Okay, apology. Apologize. Okay. What I do, but I did do something, and then it make you look back at so a lot of things that people. Oh, why you with her? Why you with him? Mm-hmm. And me and him was just talking about that. I was like, you know, it's crazy how everybody sit on the outside and look in and be yeah. like, why he with her? Mm-hmm. X Y Z. And see, that's when you gotta live your you life. Know in you private. with your person because <laughs> yeah. it ain't for you to know. Yeah. It's not for you to know why they're together. Mm-hmm. God placed y'all together for a reason, right? And you just want to come in and don't even know where to fit in for one. You know what? That's funny that you said <laughs> that because let me tell you something. I don't put me and my husband relationship on Facebook at all. Somebody wind up, I'm going to tell you something. And I had said that and like a week later, it was almost like a test because somebody tagged me in a one to seven day uh, post you and your mate for seven days for uh, the love of your husband, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to post us for seven days. I didn't make a post with it. I just put the picture up and what they tagged me in to do. But I don't normally do that because I feel like privacy is always better. When it's just you, that person, and God, and you're not putting nobody in it, 
because a lot of people tend to make you rethink your past, like your family be like, mm, why he doing that? He acting like, oh, you know, you know what I'm saying? They bring up oh, the past man. stuff and you just be that. like, what is that? You know, so it's like you want to have a happy, healthy relationship <clears throat> with somebody and just be yourself with them. It's hard to be yourself when people keep, they don't want you to go beyond your past and they see your past. I'm going to tell you this. And I, I, I can relate, but how I handled that was, mm-hmm. I am going to be myself. Okay. Regardless of what you think. <laughs> like, you really have to put that and stand on it. Like, you know, me have to, having to have boundaries with, mm-hmm. I have to put up boundaries with. When I say absolutely everybody that yes. was in my life, and I've been a problem since, but I've been okay with that. Okay. Because it also let me know how much people didn't respect me. Man. And even having a, a man right in my life now, it took some time for my family to be like, how can you can't relate to a man dealing with kids when yeah. you never even dealt with a man? Mm-hmm. So it's don't leave like him. Don't uh uh-uh, uh yeah. uh you fall back. Yeah. I, no, because I'm gonna let him can because be dropped guess in your what? head. <laughs> I have to deal with this every day. Yes. And somebody it, and it takes a lot for a man to come in and deal with somebody else's kids. Man, you they don't understand. And then to be disciplined in them as mm-hmm. well. And my dad told me off the back, once he realized he likes daughter, you got a good man. He asked me, he like, listen, do you love him? Do you like him? Do okay. you this what you want to do? I'm like, daddy. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, no, I'm telling you this because I know this is a good dude. He Mm -hmm. ain't perfect. Mm -hmm. He was like, I'm going to tell you like this, and I'm going to tell you now. If you're not going to handle him disciplining them kids, leave him alone. And this is a man, and I had to respect that because it's my dad. Yes. keep it 100 all the way across the board. Don't sugarcoat nothing. Coming to me, and it it almost seemed like, dang, like you're supposed to be my daddy, but I have to respect that because you're right, coming because, to me at a good place. Because your daddy seen a good man in him and he wanted what's best for so, you. Yes. See, if people thought like they used to think back in the day when the parents chose the mate, baby, yeah. it'd be a whole different ballgame. If you're not going to let that man discipline them kids that you cry about all the time, needing mm-hmm. a daddy in their life, leave him alone. Okay. Leave him alone because it's wasting your time and it's wasting his. Mm-hmm. And he always told me, I dealt with a woman. Who child didn't have no respect for them? Da, da, mm. da, da. And when I came and stepped in, now you wanna don't whip my kid. Mm. I left her alone. Okay. And he was like, and I told him, leave you alone. Child. If she's not gonna let you be a man, because you need that. Yeah. And don't sabotage that. Yes. Listen to your family, your mama, them, none mm-hmm. of that. They, who raised y'all? Okay. Your mama. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, now you got a man. And mm. I'm telling you, man, I've seen this 360 of my kids since. Man, because you gotta, because you gotta let the man be the head, and a lot of women be so strong-minded and think they got it all under control. Mm-hmm. You trying to wear several hats, several capes, all that stuff. Girl, you gotta I let the man taking them off okay. and unraveling them <laughs> and unraveling. Right. I don't want to do. Hey, okay. listen, man. I am embracing this. I don't want to do. I don't want to be the aggressive. Man. I just want to be cute. Yes. I, I want to be feminine. I'm, I'm tired of being hard. Yes. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. I, I used to, it used to irritate me. And I hear women talk about this soft life. Because, and I'm going to tell you why it irritated me. Because we still. Girl, we were some thugs. Man. <laughs> we was hard. We, was we can't even hold a conversation without doing this. Yes. You know, so it's just like, when I hear women talk about soft life, it's not that I'm mad at them or anything like that. It's just like, sis, what, on the, what is you going to do? Like, you, 
like we still have a certain statue as women as black women first off mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we done dealt with a lot of things we have to deal with a lot of things from our family our kids you know black women is the most disrespected women in the united states in the world period mm-hmm. you know so i feel like we got we all have a lot on our shoulders a lot of the time you know what i'm saying so we gotta walk a certain way we gotta talk a certain way you know what i'm saying so it make it hard for us to be respected amongst our uh, our peers Mm -hmm. i mean other women who go through that they get it you know what i'm saying so it's just like if we having a conversation it feel kindred because we go through a lot of stuff we can relate to each other when we talk to each other Mm -hmm. but then you got the women who the soft life women to me because i'm like we done been through some stuff you know right. what i'm saying but the lord give you your time to have that soft ear because he gonna put a good man in your life you can't i hate to say this summer uh summer walker but honey you can't have a soft life because of the men that you deal with you have to have a man of god to be in your life in order oh. for in order for you to have a soft life mm-hmm. because you got to put a man first you know what I'm saying? Because it's the it's God, then the man, then the woman, then the kids. Mm-hmm. And once you understand alignment, that God is the head of everything, that your first relationship should be with him, everything else will line up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of women be trying to skip God. and They do. Because they I want, want the man to be. Yes. The man can't never be. Yes. You know, and um, with you saying that, it's true. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, my thing is, even if he's not a man of God, he right. has to be chasing after God. Yes. Heart. Like, period. And man. nobody's perfect. But even in some situations, the man may not get it today with you. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. my boyfriend always tell me, my man always tell me, I thank you for bringing me back to God. He was mm-hmm. like, that's one thing I noticed when I talk to you. Even when I hear you talk to people, you right. always talk, talk about, about God. God. <laughs> You don't never leave him yeah. out. I said, yeah. I can't. Because acknowledge God in all Man, things. I, <laughs> okay. He just cracked up. He was like, and then the way you just say it, he was like, you so down to earth, me so cool. And it just be, I just be laughing all the time when you Man. talk. Because you just, you just who you are. Yes. You know, and I always tell him, I was like, that's the realest nigga I know. He was Look, like, what? I was that's, like, that's, that's your husband you know, right there. Yes. Because I'm going to tell you something. That's how, that's what my husband say to me all the time. He love to hear me talk. He always, like, he prays that he loved that. You know what I'm saying? And granted, when we met each other, he, granted, he have his own relationship with God. See, I think that when I was going through my, I don't know if you ever heard me talk about this on live, that I was, I'm getting closer to God. I want to be an evangelist. So that's one of the things that I'm practicing, getting closer to God, you know, Mm -hmm. and trying to move myself out the way for God, Mm -hmm. you know? So when me and my husband got married, we, we, we had a relationship with God, but we had a neighborly relationship with God. Like, you know, you see your neighbor, you're like, hey, you know, how you doing? Mm-hmm. That was the relationship when that you I call yes. them when you need them. Yes. You know, <laughs> so it's just like, you know, I had a neighborly relationship with God. I didn't have a personal mm-hmm. relationship with God. See, people got to understand the difference. A neighborly relationship is a high and by, hey, I need this from you. Let me borrow some sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, you only asking for things and borrowing things and, you know, high and by. But when you have a personal relation, relationship with God, you actually going to his house, talking to him. You talking to him when you wake up. You talking to him throughout the day. You talking to him at night before you go to sleep. Like, it's just like you putting God everywhere because mm-hmm. he is omnipresent. So you putting him everywhere that he needs to be. So God respect that. He loved that. Yes. So he'll make all your other relationships line up. So when I was getting closer to God and I was like trying to, I felt like, 
my husband thought that I was trying to make him get closer to him. It was just like, I wanted him to be on a spiritual level with me because I, when I first got married, I had a husband that always used to say that we was unequally yoked. I never understood what that meant. And so I'm like, what do that mean? You know, because I don't get it because I was a church kid. I stayed in church, you know. So for him to say that, I was just like, I don't never want to be unequally yoked with somebody that I love. Right. So I think that I took that. A lot of things from my past, I take those things that kind of stung a little bit. And I'll be like, okay, I don't want this to happen in my relationship. Now. So, yeah. So I'm like, okay. I need to get us on the right track to God. But God said he do everything in his timing. Yes. He said, I do everything in my timing. He going to get there slowly but surely. And I'm telling you, when I just backed off he and did. I started seeing yes. this, I said, okay, you know, it was just little things, you know, like the communication was right. different. How he wanted, like, I always wanted my husband, he a truck driver. Okay. So I always wanted my husband to be home because he'd be gone for like a month at a time and here and there. So I'm always at home with the kids. And I just was like, I prayed about it one time. I said, Lord, I really want my husband here and still be able to do what he loved to do. Now it's done switched over. Now my husband, the next month, he'll be home every day. So I'm like, yes, you know, I didn't even have to say much because you got to, a lot of women got to learn how to talk to God instead of fussing at their men. A lot of you women fuss right at their men one. and they don't talk to God. God made us. You know, I can't go to, um, well, I can't go to Android about this Apple laptop. You know what I'm saying? I got to go to Apple. God made you who you going to go to. <laughs> like, you going to his right. mama. She can't do nothing mm -mm. to that man. You know, you got to go to God because God going to fix it. He can yep. change hearts. Like, he is that one. If you if he you he know you love him and he know you trying and you doing what you got to do, you don't have to be perfect, but you worth it. Just keep on going. Trust in the Lord and tell the Lord. Because it seemed like the more I was fussing at my husband, the further back. Yes. So it was just like, I can't do that no more. The Lord was like, I got it. I'm going to fight you all your battles. And it made me cry because I'm like, Lord, look at you. Like, you just you just showed me all these different sides right. of you that I did not know because I had a neighbor re relationship with him. Right. You know, so now that I have a personal relationship, it's like, if I'm going through something and I'm in the shower and I'm thinking about something, I instantly that time is me and his or when I'm in the car, that time yep. is me and his so I can talk because it's extra quiet and I can hear him because I'm in the meditating phase, mm -hmm. you know, so I'm like, Lord, you know, I'm talking to him like, yeah, Lord, I appreciate you for doing this and mm -hmm. thank you for changing me and blessing me, you know, so we get to learn so much about ourselves when we get closer to God and it blows your mind. Yes, <clears throat> it do. It's so mind blowing. Like I could remember the day that God knew wholeheartedly I was ready for that change. Like yes. I know it, like, like it just happened yesterday. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Before I even moved from where I was just last at, Okay. I sat in my living room, God deal with you in silence. Mm -hmm. And, <clears throat> and I was sitting in my living room and my big butt was in my living room. Kids go, just so happened. All the kids was gone. And I was just tired. That day I was just tired. Girl, I was in my living room like a kid. But it's crazy because God, that's how God wants you to come yes. to as a kid because a kid yes. is pure. Yes. And a kid is honest. Yes. So when you going through all that pressure and your back is against the wall, mm -hmm. what are you going to do? You're going to go ahead and let it all out. Yes. Because, and that's how, and you know, even sometimes I envision how God may be sitting there wait like this. Uh -huh, like, yeah. Sit back, how we be sitting back. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's up? Yeah. I, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you going through that? You know how we right. do our own kids. Right. I always think of how 
we do our kids is yes. how we come to God. It's they train up kids. a child in the way they should go. So and I be and I was sitting in the driving living room, kicking, mm-hmm. crying, screaming, girl, just telling the Lord, I'm tired. I'm yes. tired of trying to do all this on my own. Ooh. I'm just tired. I'm tired of trying <laughs> to take on all these things on my own. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot. And you know, and when I did that, that was just like the best day ever. And I allowed God to like everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yes. Me and my oldest son, we fought. You know, he just got real disrespectful all of a sudden. But you know what? I was so angry, mm-hmm. and I was so hurt. And I, I mean, I was so angry to the point to where I was willing to go to jail. Man. That's how angry I was. And then I had to realize, and as I let God show me, I was ready to be shown. Mm-hmm. What did I go wrong? Yes. What did I miss? Where was I at in my life where I was so busy where I just, all this just bypassed me? Yes. You know, what? Why, why did I deal with abuse? Why I like the man, you know, choosing the, the dudes I choose, you know, just all type of stuff. And when I tell you, God took me down through that. Man. Oh, if you didn't believe in God the way you do, <laughs> you'll be looking at me how a lot of people look at me like, what the heck is you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Yes. You gotta be, I'm dead serious. When he know your heart, because he judges by a heart. When he yes. know your heart in it, yes. that's when he really get the... Yes. He and it's still up thing. to you to yeah. do what you want to do after I show you. Yes. Or I could have stopped him and blocked him as he was showing me, but I wanted it. I wanted yes. all the smoke. Because at some <laughs> point, it's like, I, you know, and I told him, I was like, Lord, I know you ain't got me here just to be no single mama. Yes. Stressed out. No help mm. from none of my children's dad. Like, you, I'm working. Can't hardly even make it to a basketball game. It's like I'm just working, 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 and my kids are just growing up. So mm-hmm. I'm missing out on my kids. I know this is not my purpose. What is my purpose? What, right. what, why am I here? Right. And ever since then, it just been. Because you know what? If you think about it, God, the way he moved and the things that he want what's best for you, because it didn't stop you. You still was. I still you still kept still, going, still, Okay, that's all you know I'm saying. saying? <laughs> but it, it's up for you to, we have to recognize. Yes. That. You know, even like, as frustrated as I be, that got me through a lot of stuff, being yes. frustrated. And it's but like, you I used be asking them God for patience. Yes. But then he, had, I said, listen, I think I better come at him and act some different. Because I keep asking you for patience. You know you what? You keep sending me these tests. I ain't going to pass I'm going to tell you something. I stopped praying for strength a long time ago. I would not even say that word in the prayer. I'm so scared of that word. Do you hear me? Because I'm talking about God will listen. Because I feel like if you think about it, just really think about it. When you strength training in the gym, it the Oh, I definitely, oh, no. I definitely can't be praying for strength because, yes, <laughs> I want some light, some light work. You know what? But I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I think me avoiding that word for so many years out of pure just being afraid of it because every time I used to pray for strength when I was younger, the Lord took so many things from me. He showed me who my people was. And it was just like, I felt alone, lonely, but God was just really showing me that, hey, yes, but I got you. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? You don't need him. I got you. And he always, every issue that I had, every problem that I had, it was just like the Lord made me use it as a stepping tool, a stepping stool to get to where I needed to go. It was like the bricks was on my back, but now they under my feet. Mm-hmm. And they making me, they leading me down this You're path. Six foot two. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, I just can't, like I, when I was younger, I got abused. When I was, when I got older, I started having my kids young. I had my first daughter at 16. You know, I got a, abusive relationships. 
I got a relationship that I that weren't healthy for me. Relationships that use my past, things that happened to me when I was molested when I was younger. They use those things against me. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, and then I learned that the devil know your mistakes. And if you don't learn from your mistakes, the devil have already learned what you haven't learned. And mm -hmm. he's going to keep using them continuously. And I used to hear my grandma say, a person who do the same thing over and over again, that's a reprobated mind. You can't nothing good from you doing the same thing over and again, mm -hmm. expecting different results. You know what I'm saying? So I learned to bump my head one time. Because mm -hmm. the more I bumped my head on something, it was just like, when I look back, like, me and my daughter, we, we, I always had like a certain kind of relationship with her. But this is, I'm going to tell you something. I had to look at it today. It's a generational curse. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people don't understand the way you talk to your kids and the way you treat them. Granted, I was abused, but it made me a better person. It made me a better person because it made me really open my eyes mm -hmm. wider to things that I was seeing in the world. I didn't want to abuse my kids because I wanted them to be able to learn how to talk to me because abuse made me not talk to my parents. Abuse made me look at them differently, how they treated me. When a girl, a dog can be getting kicked, you can be the owner. You can buy the food. You can do all that. But if you keep on treating that dog like crap, that dog is one day going to bite you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then I had to think about it like as a kid, a child know when they not love correctly. Mm -hmm. Because one thing, one thing when a child is born, a child don't know if you black, you white, you ugly, you cute, you rich, you broke. They don't care about that. They just love you. So we was born into love. Regardless of what the situation was, we was born into love. And you can change a child whole heart by the way that you treat them and the things that you do to them. So I think that a lot of how <laughs> we are as adults that the roots come from the stem of the roots come from mm -hmm. childhood mm -hmm. how your parents treated you Man. so it, it stems off into a lot of relationships like the way my father treated me have a lot to do with how i deal with men mm -hmm. you know i couldn't trust my dad to be there for me i couldn't trust him to to protect me so i had to be this hard woman so it made my relationships difficult you know, and not just difficult. I always felt like I had to protect myself and my children because of all the hurt in my life mm -hmm. and all the secrets. Because I feel like and black families have so many secrets. And it's just so crazy because we feel like the snitching rule in the in the you got to love them because they family. That's a curse, too. Mm -hmm. Because let me tell you something. If you don't tell. Listen, first off. If somebody wronged you, you go to that person. You know, we don't have, you don't necessarily have to put the law in it, but if somebody did something extreme, the law need to be there. Mm -hmm. That's what they're there for, you know? But in life, I feel like a lot of, a lot of things that happen to us in our childhood and the things that we see, it projects onto our lives mm -hmm. as adults, you know? So when I think of whipping my kids or spanking my kids, I think of how I got abused. So I'm like, oh no, I can't whoop them like that or do them like that, you know, or how I deal with my daughter, you know, because now as a parent, I think as a, first off, I'm not just going to say as a parent, as a black woman, being a parent, I look at the fact that my daughter, I had her at a young age. So I basically grew up with her. Right. And I look at her like, okay, this is my child. I got to be there for her no matter what she going through, no matter what she do. I got to be there for her. But disrespect, 
baby i done dealt with that from my mom my dad like parents don't understand like uh, it's a verse in the Bible say, train up your children in the way they should go and they will never depart from. It. And then it's another verse that says a disobedient child shall live, have his days. But what they don't say is it's a verse in there that says, parents do not provoke, provoke. your children. Yeah. So I never been the type of mother that'd be like, Oh yeah, you know, but when I see it getting disrespectful, I'm going there because right. it's just something in me that say discipline. You know what I'm saying? Get on their butts. You know what I'm saying? I don't like disrespect. And so it feel like I was always, because I was always there, I feel like I'm unappreciated as a mother because I was always there for my kids. And so I feel like I got to be there because I feel like nobody else would be there. But the Lord, let me tell you something, that when they grown, they in God's hands. When they do mm-hmm. stuff when they grown, honey, let the, cut, the, cut, 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 cut it off. Because the more you hold on to it and you try to hold on to them, the more they going to hurt you. Yeah. It, listen. If you got a rope in your hand and it's being pulled by a bulldozer and you still holding on to it, your skin getting ripped off, everything, let go. Yep. That's exactly how I feel. Like, let it go because the more you hold on, the more you're going to get hurt. But as adults, we all go through stuff too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Outside of our parents, when we grow, we go through stuff too. It's the, the trials that the Lord wants you to go through. But if the parents keep handicapping the kids, because I feel like that's exactly what I've been doing, handicapping my kids and letting, trying to keep the world from them. No, they got they to get a part of it. They got to experience yeah. it because I had to experience it. You know what I'm saying? But it helped for a healthy change. All the things that, that happened to me in my life from a kid to grown, I look at it like a blessing. And I say that because God do everything. I don't think that anything from God is an ugly thing to anybody because it helped, it helped make you into the person that you are today. So I don't look at that as a, a hurtful thing or a, a painful thing. It might have been hurtful and painful, but be- like they say, beauty is pain. Mm-hmm. So blessings and lessons are painful, but they are still blessings. They still what God gave you. It still had to mold you. When a flower come out of the ground, you think it just come out of there and it ain't it, it don't hurt a little bit it, and it's right. still beautiful. You understand what I'm saying? When a butterfly go through the processes it go through to be a butterfly, it still had to go through some pain to get to where they to where they at now. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? So I feel like I look at all that like something that helped me, so it's a blessing. It is. Because if it wasn't for those things, I wouldn't be who I am. Where would you be? Right. You know, who would I be and where would I be? Where would your mindset be? Yes. You know, you got to think about that as well, too. And a lot of things you said is like, you know, I've been dealing with that as far as like, you know, having to let your child go. And you have to. Yeah. Because as a mother and the things we've been through, we tr- like you say, we try to protect them from the world and yes. protect them from the hurt that you've encountered. But you, we have, we have to let them go. And that's something I struggle with. And I told my son. You know, when we got back on speaking terms and X, Y, Z, I was like, you know, I told him, like, you a young man trying to find your way. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I can't find it for you. You have to. It's right. only you. You can't fault nobody. Mm-hmm. You can't put it off. It's it, everything on, Everything that's going on in your life right now, it's you. Yes. Your choice. You have to make the choice to do right. You have to figure out what you're going to do and what you're not going to do no more. Mm-hmm. You don't listen to me. Man. You grown now. You got it in your head. You grown now. So I have to let you be that. Because they think they got it. Yes. They think they got but it. But like I told them, the situation between me and you, I love you. A mother's love, you can never get a mother's love from nowhere else. You can't. Because I'm going to love you right. I'm going to love you wrong. Now, you're going to deal with your wrong. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to still love you. You know, and I also told him, you know, what happened between us had to happen. And I'm yes. glad I hated it happen, but when God put me through it, I appreciate that. Yes, It had real. to happen for me to let you go. It had to happen for me to grow up some more. It, ha- it had to happen. 
and as mad as I was, it just had to happen. And and I'm I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful that it happened because if you only know what I've been through through that time, man, you don't understand why I'm saying it. It had to happen. I, I, I feel end. you. I feel you because I'm gonna tell you something. I think the most hurtful thing is when you forgive your child for some disrespectful stuff that they done and they turn around and do it again and again. Mm. And now you feel like, okay, nah. Because if it was anybody else on the streets, oh, yeah, I would be done, done. You know what I'm saying? So it just made, I think now, like, it made me feel more hurt because it's just like, why? You, it feel you used. Like stop. We're going to stop being hurt because you just answered your own question. Man. You got to, too. We have to put those boundaries up with our children. Yes. Those true. boundaries have to be up because just because you're my child, I can't allow you to keep hurting me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And at some point, you're going to have to deal with that. You're going to get that back. Yeah. You have children. Ooh. And even if it's 10 years from now, your child is going to grow up. Yes. And God going to give you a taste of your own medicine. You're going to come back to me. Yes. Just like I said, we come back to him. You're going to come back to me. Look, I was just telling somebody. And you're going to tell me. What you going to tell me, mama? Okay. Well, we still do, mama. You was right. I hate it when my grandma used to tell (laughs) me that. You was right. (laughs) You got to come back and say you was right? Yes. Mama, I remember when you told me. You was right. I don't have to come back to my mom so many times and just say, mama, you remember when you told me don't get no tattoos and I told you I was grown? (laughs) You was right. And, it, and, and I'm going to tell you something. What's so crazy is they don't understand. I had to learn how to understand the circle of life. It's not really karma. It's just the circle of life because whatever you leave in that circle, you got to come back to. Regardless, you got to come back to it. So if you leave crap in your circle, you're going to come back to it. If you leave bad things in your circle, you got to come back to it. But if you leave blessings in your circle and love in your circle, you always going to get blessings and love in the circle. You know, and it's just like, I'm learning that in life, it's so many great things to life to learn. It is. And take in because I could sit here and be crying and stressed like I used to be like, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. But it's just like the Lord, like, why? I can't even be mad about it. I can't even cry about it. I can't even be stressed about it because I know God got it under control. And if I don't know anything, I know that he works everything out. And it's all in his will, his will, his way. That's one thing. When I went to go get prayed for, um, when I was going through my dark time and I was trying to get closer to the Lord, when I went up to the altar, and I, I never heard myself speak in tongue. And I spoke in tongue, and it was almost like I was my own interpreter. And so when I'm saying it, because my tongue was just going in, and it was just, I, I was kind of scared at first because I'm like, what the what? Because I'm the type of person, I'm an introvert. So I don't want people looking at me and got the eyeballs on me like, what she got going on, you know? And it was just like the Lord was making sure I interpreted what I said. And so, like, when I was speaking in tongue, I kept saying, after that, I kept saying, your will, your way. Your will, your way. Mm-hmm. And so it just it just really broke me down. So when I got back to my seat and I was still stunned that that happened, you know, and my son looked at me, he said, Mom, he said, what was you saying? (laughs) And I'm like, baby, I said, listen, when you in the spirit, when the Holy Spirit is on you, you in your mind. Yes, Yes. you don't you don't know what you're saying. But I'm going to tell you something in my mind. I think I was saying that. What am I saying? And so then it was like clearly coming out of my mouth. And I was like, okay, you know, and it kind of just made me like look at things differently. Like God really 
made me look at life differently. The steps I take, the things that I do, everything. And so I just look at how I raise my kids, my relationship with my husband, my relationship with my friends, all the things that I got going on in my life. I feel like I had to learn how to put God at the head of everything. Mm -hmm. And that's how my relationships have gotten better because I couldn't do nothing that I'm doing today without God. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I just got into a whole incident today. And I, I'm not letting that stop me from doing what God wants me to do. Yes. You have to keep moving forward. A lot of times we get stuck on something and it holds us back. It do. And we don't under, we don't understand it, but you will when, when you don't let time go. Yes. You mean to tell me I've been stuck on this for how long? When I done missed out on opportunities and everything, just being stuck on this. No, I've learned to keep moving. Like yes. Because time waits for no man. And when yes. I tell you that, I'm, time waits for no man. You will be left behind. Man. And I mean... I mean that in every aspect. Seriously. My granny said, if you don't get right, you're going to get left. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she told all the truth. Okay. Because you see it for your own self. Yeah. You know, even being just, you know, even when I decided to change, I made a vow. I was like, Lord, I'm not mm-hmm. letting what I've been through keep me. I'm not, I, I'm not sitting around crying. I'm not sitting around doing nothing. I took all that. Yes. I took all that hurt, all that pain. I took it all and I put it into my business. I put it into everything. I just put it into, I turned a negative to a positive. Yes. And that's one thing my brother always told me. And that stuck with me. He always told me, because sometimes we can get down and stay down. Mm-hmm. And he always told me, he was like, Nene, when you get mad and stuff like that, you get a step stool. In yep. the way he always described <laughs> it was so <laughs> You get a little two foot step stool mm-hmm. and you step on that yep. and then you go and walk on over to the other I side. Know that's so you right. take every situation you deal with like that and, and it stuck with me. You know, when you're young, they don't think you pay attention. But mm-hmm. I, I listen. And, it, and once I start putting that into play, yes, I know how to keep it to moving. I, I, know I can't that's right. let people emotions mm-hmm. weigh on me. I don't want to carry nobody. I don't care. Girl, I don't want to hold nobody weight. I don't okay. even hold mine when I feel like I want to get mad. Man, because they'll be like, Lord, help me. You yeah. got it. I, I know wanna, you do. I don't want to deal with nobody yes. emotions. I don't want to feel what you feel. I, I do. I can sympathize and empathize. Mm-hmm. But that's as much. But I don't want to carry that. Yes. I don't want to carry nothing. I have that. learned to stop doing that. You know how when you hear your friends' problems and issues and it just be it just sits so heavy that's on like, you? I just be like, no, nah, that ain't my place. That's God's place. I'll you pray know? for you. Yes, that's, that that's all I can do because you a lot of things pour into your life, your your regular life. And you're like, you like, where did this that. come from? Now you are messed up yes. and discombobulated because but, you done took on her problem. Yes, but you know what blew me away? Something that the Lord literally had to really show me physically. One day my kids was really sick, so I had to take them to the doctor, right? Because my grandkids came and they were sick, so they got my kids sick. I'm talking about it spread through my house like wildfire, right? So I'm like, dang. So I called a pediatrician. I'm like, I need to get all us in here, right? I go up in there, and the Lord said right then, he said, you think that somebody can come into your house and give you a cold, and somebody can't come into your house and put a spirit on you or put a spirit on your kids or a demon on your kids? You really think that. Just like... You can have sex with somebody and get a disease. You don't think somebody can have sex with you and give you a spirit? Mm, you oh, know? Yep. And it just hit me because I needed, I guess I needed to see it like that. You know? So I'm like, uh. You know? Do you ever just laugh at God? Man. Yes, I do. I'm cracking up. I'm like, who would have thought yes. of any of this? Yes. The way you have, the way he uh, pan it out. Yes. And he'll pan it out to the... <laughs> 
to whatever grade level you can grasp Man. it. I mean, it can start from college level all the way down to preschool. Yeah. He is going to make you get it. Yes. One way. And, if and, you, and, and you know what? That's so crazy that you said that because that's why I don't understand how people can keep going through the same thing over and over and over again. Because I know that God done gave you like some hints, some clues. Some... I feel you. But on that, I'm going to say the lack of trust and faith Ooh, we have in God. That part. That's you why. said a word with that because I was the same way. I said I keep sitting here asking him to take me, and he do he'll do it. Yeah, and guess what? We'll stay. Mm-hmm. Why do you keep asking him to open up the door? True, and you don't even want to walk through the door. Yeah, you don't even trust in me enough to walk through the door. But and you I, know what? They trust God in the moment. I feel like a lot of people trust God in the moment when they're going through it, and then when they get over, they're like, "All right, God, I'll need you." That's no what I'm I tell them, saying, "Hey, uh-uh, don't, uh-uh, don't call on them when you need them. Keep yes. it, keep it, keep it all the way across the board. Don't call them because yes. you didn't need him now. Okay, then, don't need them when don't need them when you're back against Man. the wall. Keep it, just keep it the same way. But you know what? The Lord taught me a lesson with that need and stuff because you could. <laughs> the Lord taught me a lesson with that need and stuff because I feel like the when I got older and I got to see how my kids was always my, my, mm-hmm. my, 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 and never showing me appreciation and love and all of those things. The Lord showed me that like, you always That's coming to you me with me. your hands. Yes. The Lord was like, girl, I had, that was my laugh a moment right there. Like, Lord, okay. Yes. I see you. You know, he just was like, Oh, you, you do this to me all the time. All the time. I mean, so what's up? A thousand times a day. Okay, that's why I said. Okay, that's why I said the Lord he gotta have a sense of humor because let me tell you something. The way he yes. puts stuff down in your life for you to know, like, uh, really? Because you do that same thing to me. The conviction be so real. And it do. And I tell people, I think it's not even a thing no more. I know. Mm-hmm. I know that's how I'm able to forgive people, even people yeah. that have harmed me. Because I sit there and I think of how. I can't forgive them, but mm-hmm. I want God to forgive me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that helps me yes. to not hold on to grudges and stuff. You know, I, I can deal with you accordingly, but mm-hmm. I don't have to hate you or nothing. True, I can true. still love you and everything. But, you know, that helps me not hold on to grudges, honestly, because it's some people in my life that don't gr- Child? <laughs> that know they don't need a second chance. <laughs> you know you, you don't deserve a face. second chance. <laughs> But guess what? Yes. I've done wrong. Yeah. True, you know, true. But that's the problem. We won't look at what we've done. It's Man. always, we always, it's always somebody else's fault. And I, God made me realize, baby, it's yours too. Man, and you I only get that to, one I, chance. I had to, you know, even the things I went through with my kids, that I had to go back and look at the part I played in it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm you allowed t- that. Yeah. After the first time, it's on you. But see, God is different. You know, he forgive us 70 we times. We didn't know he wasn't no good. Yeah. But now you know I okay. showed you. And but guess what? You still stayed and dealt with it. So right. it's on you play. We all, we play a part in everything that goes on. I got to ask you something. Since we made in God's image, right? <laughs> <laughs> Since yeah. we made in God's image and we believe in forgiveness. It says God forgives us 70 times seven. And I feel like, is it certain things that's just not forgivable? Like, you got to keep going. Do you feel like it's certain things? Like, just say, for instance, do you think, like, like I look back at my past relationships when I was in an abusive relationship. You know how you forgive me? Like, oh, it's, it's so, you know, y'all get over it, you know. But you know this person still hurt you, so you keep going and you keep going and you forgiving them, and it's taking a little piece of you every, every time. time. You do it. I think the problem is we will continue to deal. 
Mm-hmm. So it's more piling up on top of that. Yeah. So at that point, but then on the other side, I can forgive you and leave, and it's time to leave it alone. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in to Heavy on the Faith podcast. Please follow the show on Instagram and use the hashtag Heavy on the Faith Pod whenever you discuss the show, because I definitely want to hear your thoughts and opinions. Don't forget to follow and also share the show with your family and friends. Until next time, stay heavy.